Welcome to Conversations With. My name is Shaley Hugendorn and I live with Bipolar 2 Disorder. Sharing with others is healing both individually and collectively. Sharing our stories will educate others, bring more understanding, shed more light and smash more stigma. Our voices need to be heard. Our stories aren't over yet. This is Bipolar. Hi everyone, welcome to a special This is Bipolar exclusive extra episode that I'm putting out this month, mostly because I need it. I'm really excited today to talk about some tips, tricks, strategies, things that we can do to get through and maybe even enjoy the holidays with a mental health disorder. For those of you that haven't listened before, I'm Shaley Hugendorn. I am a mom. I am an event planner, a speaker, a mental health advocate, and the podcast host for this podcast. And I'm glad you're here. The main thing that I talk about is living with bipolar 2 disorder. And I bring on guests and I just love, 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 love talking to everybody. So today I'm bringing on Sharice Jewel. And I think you one of like the top first three ever that I did a conversation with and um, we've been fast friends ever since and so this is Cherise Jewel I will put all her details below and you're going to go and follow her and you're going to buy her books <laughs> uh, she was one of the first besides Julia co-host um, memoir that other bipolar memoir that I have read so it's called crazy a mom gone mad and I loved it and her other book is for it's for middle schoolers Yes. Yes. I love, love, love being a teacher because I think we should talk about it whenever. But Sharice, tell us something that I haven't mentioned about you. Oh, let's see. Well, thank you for that great introduction, first of all, Shaylee. So I, um, I'm just thinking of my bio. Well, my bio caption reads, I was born in South Africa. Mm-hmm. I moved to Canada when I was seven. I used to be a robotics engineer and then I became a writer. And like you mentioned, I wrote, um, my first book is called Crazy, Memoir of a Mom Gone Mad. It was my memoir after I was diagnosed with bipolar one back in 2017, uh, just after I turned 40. And then after that one was published, I started writing my second one, Normal, which is for middle graders because my, I have three kids. That's something mm-hmm. I don't think you mentioned. <laughs> but so when, when I was um, having my manic episode and I, I was hospitalized, my kids, I couldn't find many resources for my kids when I was eventually able to look later on. So I wrote this book for kind of my kids and any kids whose families or themselves are going through it. Yeah. Yeah. I love that so much. I think um, I just did a parenting episode and I think that was like my number one thing is like being honest at their age level, right? Because a lot of people, yes. like, oh, you can't talk about that. They're too young, but their brains will take in what they're ready for. And so, sure. and they're so afraid if you don't talk about it, they exactly. think it's so much worse than what it is. So yeah, exactly, exactly. And I just think that um, because of work like yours, things are changing. Like my one daughter actually did a whole project on bipolar disorder. And then Um, she just did a slam poetry poem and she talked about chronic pain and it is like I cried it is beautiful and hard and sad but and she had to perform it in front of her class 
also surprise has some anxiety yeah. <laughs> and um, was not afraid to talk about to talk about it she was yeah. afraid to give the speech but not because of the topic so I thought that was really cool very cool how old is your daughter I know you have so, two daughters yeah so yeah. she so 16 and then I have an 18 year old as well because and so the 16 year old one was doing this land yeah. wow. so because like what is life like who has what teenagers I don't know I'll be able to bring this into our tips and tricks in Christmas too because of just talking about um changes so let remind me to do that after we start okay I'm gonna make a note yeah Mm -hmm. to talk about changes like what Christmas things I have to do now that I didn't have to do when my kids were we yeah and vice versa I am very happy to not do elf on the shelf anymore. yeah 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 and then now I'm so glad I don't have my own classroom because now it's getting done in the classroom because I'm a substitute. Yeah, it's getting done. But you know what? When I did it, the first few years, I loved it. I was yeah. so into it. Um, but I'll tell you a funny story. Okay, this is totally on brand bipolar. We're basically, Sharice and I are just going to talk. So hopefully you get a tip or two. <laughs> Good luck. Yes. <laughs> but um, I saw at the dollar store, there were like little elf on the shelf journals and pens and pens. So one of the days I gave this to the kids, right? Oh, Huge mistake. Because oh. One daughter decided she was going to write to the elf every oh. night in oh. hopes for a response. Oh. So not only then you had to respond. Oh, not shit. only did I have to hide the damn elf to <laughs> do cool stuff. I had to write to it and with twirly I couldn't even print it on the computer I made up this twirly honestly and then she was so funny she'd be like um one of them she's like could you draw me I don't know if she was trying to like sniff out the elf or what but yeah yeah, here I am at midnight drawing trying to draw her this stupid elf journal okay I'm gonna work in a tip (laughs) so this is one of the things it took me especially as a parent, it took many yeah. years, but even not as a parent, to be able to say no to things and to the extra. And sometimes it's even to myself at yeah. Christmas when you're thinking, well, we're doing family dinner and it'll be really great if I do this and I come up with some idea that, and I start to work on it. And then I realize I need to say no. Like I need to just push back on whatever workload. I need to tell that little girl some reason why the little elf can't write back because- yeah something and just put an end to it because otherwise it's just it all piles on it's getting much every year yeah and I yeah to piggyback on that I agree I have started I usually before medicine would get hypomanic I'd get a hypomanic blip around Christmas um with all the hype and so I pre-medication I could do all the things because I wasn't sleeping right so I did all the things so then that became even after medication and after being like a regular sleeper um it it, literally impossible but for years in my head that was a standard even though that was a standard with me being actually ill right my brain didn't 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 understand that that. Yeah. yeah and so and I think now like back then there wasn't even Instagram to to look and compare yeah. to and right? to say oh those that recipe looks amazing I'm gonna make those cookies tonight yeah, totally <laughs> 10 hours later yeah uh, meanwhile you don't even like to bake regularly right I, I mean I don't know if it's all over the world but there's like a sugar shortage like a strike or something and oh, I, really? 
Yeah, and I'm using it. Like, that's why I'm barely baking. <laughs> well, you know, the sugar strength. I mean, that's a good reason. Okay, I will say my, another one of my tips yeah. then, because it's yeah. a good segue, <laughs> is less sugar. Because from Halloween through Christmas for years, I would be overloading on sugar and then I would be depressed all the time. I mean, November's a hard, that's my hardest month anyway. So I'm typically like, I would go get the Halloween treats and eat sugar and feel like better for a minute and then worse. And so since Halloween, I've been really aware of, I've got to not just splurge on everything just because it's here. doesn't mean I have to eat it. Like just hold back on the sugar and same for alcohol. Like there's always more you know, people mm-hmm. drop wine or like my son's hockey team is doing a wine raffle. Like there's always more alcohol this time of year, but it doesn't mean I have to drink it. Like, yeah. <laughs> or even the Christmas dinner, there's always plenty of alcohol, but I just, yeah. I always have to know my limits and I don't always stick to them perfectly, but I know like, okay, well that was my second glass of wine. So now I really should stop kind of thing. Yeah. So yeah, less sugar, less alcohol. Yeah. Keep well, things. isn't it a time to feel like you do everything in excess right and then exactly. with living with bipolar disorder that is kind of a a, a symptom right you either exactly. exactly so you can easily get carried totally, away yeah. yeah and when you're when I'm hypomanic I'm chasing you know you're yeah. chasing the high or oh, yeah. uh, without even knowing it so wanting to do all those things and I think that that's um, a really, that's a really, really good one because for years, um, with depression, I, uh, I have, they don't call it an eating disorder because it doesn't last all year, but I had definitely had disordered eating. I had been to just binge disordered eating. So I get this idea in my head around Christmas, other holidays too. I get this idea in my head that I'm never going to have access to that again. Same. Yeah. I mean, like I have the similar feeling like it's here now, someone else is going to eat it and then I won't have it again. Exactly. Right. Sorry. No, 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 no. Um, and so for like one of my examples is like, it seemed to me, I don't know if it was like in my kid head or what, that Nanaimo bars were only available. Like at this is a Christmas thing. It's a Christmas (laughs) thing. So I like, I would eat it till I felt sick. And I would just, anytime there was a party, like, oh, and I don't know how to make them. So if someone has a homemade one, are you kidding me? And then I was like, hold up. I'm an adult. I could make Nanaimo bars in July. And I bet you someone will sell it to me. And I bet you someone might even deliver it to my door. Maybe it's possible. We live in a really like wacky world. Right. Right. And so I uh, yeah, that access. And and then the sugar too. We have to, you know, we're trying to keep our mind healthy. It instead of having like I would have a whole bunch and then I would restrict and not have any and then have a whole bunch again. Well, I we had um I had my friends, I have three friends that we have our little Christmas gathering. We had to have it really early because schedules. And yeah. so I made I make chocolate covered cream cheese balls. And then I roll them in score bits. Mm-hmm. I know when we hang out, I'll make you, we can have two. We'll have Sounds good. <laughs> and, um, perfect. And half yeah, a glass of wine. <laughs> perfect. And then, um, so I had already made them and I was like, but it's not Christmas. Like I'll wait. And then that week I'll eat all the treats. And I was like, no, 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 no. Hold up. The way that I combat wanting to overdo things is I do a little bit, a lot. So I've been having one every day for two weeks and I have one and I'm like, even though I, you know, at the end, I'm like, Oh, I want more, I want more. I'm like, you'll have another one tomorrow. 
Like there's enough yeah. available. And I think that, I don't know about this scarcity, uh, th- you know, thing. And I yeah, think- that's really great, Shaylee. That's really good willpower. Like, mm. I, I feel like I would want to have them too much and I would be too tempted to keep doing it. Yeah, it's taken a long time. And it's not yeah. always, right? Because I was in this mindset too with, I, I was overweight in high school um, or what they called overweight. Yeah. What is that even? No. <laughs> but I went to Weight Watchers or whatever. So I have like, don't drink your calories in my head. And I also had... We figured things out. Well, as a teenager, I was like, okay, the day I get weighed, then I'm going to cheat and eat all day. And then I'll start again. So I always had this mentality of, you know, cheat or whatever. And now I think of it like this is a snack. Yeah. Right. And tell me, like, honestly, it doesn't work all the time, but uh, it's, yeah, I've just gotten to a place where I'm like, I can have it again. Yeah, that's an important one. I learned that recently. I can't remember what I was reading, but it was something where it was like, if you tell yourself, like, I'll have more later versus just no, I can't have any, like, it's just a much better way to accept it, I guess. Yeah, Yeah, it's great. And I bet they're delicious. They They are. They're really really yummy. (laughs) They're very yummy. (laughs) I'm kind of like looking them this year. I'm like, do do they seem bigger? Because I'm only going to have one a day. (laughs) (laughs) anyways all that to wrap up um yeah our tip is not about dieting not about restricting we're talking more about just ways to be able to um not over moderate like just yeah yeah, not overindulge and yeah yeah and not just in sugar like in all things christmas basically everything and everything that you know i mean it's like it's person dependent right so even screens for me, I know when I'm like crossing the line between enjoying what I'm doing on my phone versus yeah. being frustrated by what I'm not doing on my phone. So if I know my limit, like it's like alcohol or, or sugar or whatever, if I know it's going to affect me at a certain point, then I can recognize to just, okay, take a break from that and do it again later. Yeah. And if you're someone that's thinking, well, I don't even know, ask your people around you because they yeah. notice and they'll notice and ask them to tell you kindly or maybe write it on a piece of paper so that you they don't tell you and you get mad and hurt feelings and get in fight because <laughs> I like, told me to tell you <laughs> exactly it, they're like why are you mad at me for doing the exact thing you asked me I'm like, yes exactly <laughs> just write it in a note <laughs> I'll read it later but yeah yeah that definitely and I think that's one of the biggest one know your triggers right? Know your triggers. And I think I do this now and I learned it in therapy, but it's like taking stock of the past and planning. So for example, um, if you go to this one family dinner where, you know, mean aunt Helga or old dirty uncle Paul, sorry, Helga's and Paul's. I'm just throwing things out there. My dad's name is Paul, Shaley. I don't know. <laughs> He's awesome. You're awesome. <laughs> but I don't okay. know any Helga's. So Helga is safe. Okay. okay, let's go. That is going to say something, you know, that that triggers you or someone that might, they might be, whether it be like saying something racist or commenting on something on your life or being passive aggressive or any of those things. Political, yeah. Yes, political, right? be prepared that this is probably not the year that that miraculously isn't going to happen if it happened the last 11 years in your life. So have a plan. What yeah. are you going to say? Are you going to say anything? 
is this a very good time to use the washroom, right? Yes. Like have a plan and then go over things that haven't, you know, haven't worked before because I tend to go back to my go-tos, right? Um, and I am very like justice oriented. So if people in my family, I feel like it's that exact time to educate them and, you know, and go in there and because I'm loud and my family's loud, we go at it and I'm like, okay, I'm not okay with saying anything if someone says something racist or, you know what I mean? Um, I think telling a joke. So I have a few things that I say. I say, um, we're actually never going to agree on this. So I don't want to talk about it anymore. That's good. I just say yeah. that. I just say we're actually, you know, I, or I see this as going nowhere. It infuriates Do people. Do people respect that? Yeah, I was just going to say, so it infuriates. Um, yeah, so I'll just repeat it. Oh, if they good. keep going, I just repeat it. And then eventually, they, you know, they. what can you really say to that? Because then you kind of look, you know, like I just, yeah. I just, I just don't like, want to talk about shut this. down. So why do you keep? Yeah, talking? because a lot of time it's like us trying to convince each other. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I have that one. And then I also, um, I also kind of have learned to change the subject. Or what I do is I just plan to like leave at that moment kindly or I always do this this is this is my main tip is I have a drink in my hand and not alcohol but I'll have like water or something like that because I can't pause I usually just oh right so I make myself take a drink because my therapist like count to 60 and I'm like 60 is 5,000 years long but if I can take a drink (laughs) I have seconds to think yeah or I say the next thing, right? Because we all, I don't know about you, but we all fall in these, in our places in family systems, right? And I will go to a place in my childhood or my, even my childhood home. And I revert back to what I was like when I was like 17. It's like any bit of therapy or uh, work that I've done, just like throw it out the window. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Do you, do you think like, does that happen to you? Do you have any? Oh yeah. I mean, you do if you're triggered by family members or parties? Yeah. So I'm, I'm pretty lucky. Like my family members, it's really my, my, my kids and my husband, my siblings and my parents, like it's really my immediate family. So I don't have any like two distant relatives that we get together a lot that I'm really offended by. But everyone, like, you know, there's like 20 of us when we get together for a dinner. So everyone's going to have a different opinion. So someone's going to say something that I'm very sensitive, whether I'm, you know, manic or depressed or anything. I'm very sensitive anyway. And I also get easily um, agitated and I can't think on my feet. I can't argue in a way that's logical. I usually have had some alcohol and that's made my thinking worse or my words come out worse. So I'm like, I just don't say anything. If someone says something that inflames me, I just like, I pay attention. Usually I'll be just kind of listening to see where it's going. And if it's starting, if a conversation is really starting to get irritating to me and it's usually based on my own personal sensitivity. Mm, Like for example, it's ridiculous. I do not like football. So that puts me in a class of people that are like very small at family gatherings typically. And if people start talking about it, I get really irritated very quickly. Yeah. I go away. I leave. I go to the bathroom. I go to the kitchen to like, just talk to whoever's in the kitchen. I go to the basement where the kids are all hanging out. I just go. Yes. I have to just get away. And 
it's really important. Sometimes if I can't find a spot through COVID, there were times when I couldn't find a quiet place to myself. Yeah. I also get really overwhelmed by noise. So it's not like people are doing it intentionally or have expressing an opinion that's frustrating me, but just the noise, yeah. all the utensils on the plates. If there's like carols playing, sometimes someone's playing the piano, like it just really starts to agitate me. And I have to go out of the house and just sit in the car. Like it's, yeah. it's just a quiet space. I need to find that's my. Yeah. Oh, that's a that's a good one. Yeah. I also find another thing that I say too, is if it's like a really wild opinion or something to give myself a second and remind myself of someone's humanity before I tear a strip off them. So I I'll say, you know what, you know, what brought you to thinking that why, why tell me more about that. Right. Yeah. And even though it, it just, sometimes you can see how they got there or I try and see or in my head this is what I secretly ask I'm like what is their core wound and trauma <laughs> you are much kinder and less judgmental than I am I'm like oh man for a time everyone would be talking about Donald Trump and I would just be yeah. like I can't be at this conversation <laughs> like I'm just you gonna are. hang out with the kids all night like I'm just kid table yeah. kid table yeah. um you brought up a really um good one when you said you can go to your car that is a tip that i read that's um actually really important to me is to drive myself or be in a car that i can use um so that in case i need to leave or need a break or you know like go all, have you know, that independent. oh it, it looks like we're out of coke i'm <laughs> going to go pick some up right i think that that's really important because as soon as you feel like trapped or yeah, anything and like you said we um for those of you that are listening that have bipolar you know in some situations we have some sensory things right and there's sometimes christmas all the senses the smells the this the that can yeah. be overwhelming or they 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 can be comforting so yeah, yeah. yes definitely have to find that balance yeah definitely drive yourself if you can for sure i um, one of the things that i do and let me know if this would work for your family or what you do in your family so with that thinking that we have to do everything that we were talking about earlier or i get overwhelmed with what is the best thing to do so my anxiety is like we have to do the thing that's best for our family or this or you know we have to do this many times we have to see lights we have to uh get all caught up this cookie or we don't have enough of this so what I do um at the end of November we have to wait till after my daughter's birthday on the 29th because we're not allowed to talk about Christmas before I then. am a December baby so I hear that there you go you can <laughs> you're, you're with her I actually yeah. paid her I gave her gas money this year to be able to decorate early for that party I was telling you about Awesome. I said I'll give you a tank of gas and she said tank and a half and I was like done she probably doesn't even care that much anymore she's probably just like what can I get from mom this exactly smart, right? <laughs> smarty pants so we sit down and we actually um we I asked the question what would you like what would you be disappointed or sad about if we didn't do what are the most important things and then we have a column that you know what are the things that you like but it wouldn't be a big deal if we didn't do it we even do it with like movies because then we'd always be like yeah yeah we'll watch them after oh we'll watch it in the new year and then as soon as it's december like january 1st i don't want to watch the christmas movies no. and then i'm sad i didn't watch the christmas movies so we make like lists of of That's things smart. Yeah. That's a good idea. And then everyone can prioritize what they want to do. So we're a little different because I 
always take the path of least resistance because yeah. I'm lazy. <laughs> I am always trying to just reduce my workload. Maybe I'm not lazy. Maybe I'm just busy, but I'm always like, if I have an option of like, that's easier than something else, I always choose the easier option. So if my kids have not expressed that they want to do anything in particular, I'll probably ask them like, do you guys want to go look at lights? We haven't looked at lights in years. I don't remember the last time we looked at lights, but every so often we'll do something that's like festive and it's fun. And otherwise I just do the things I like to do. So we put up our decorations, but they're so minimal. I don't bake. I hardly bake through the year anyway. Um, like, it's just, I just really try to minimize everything. I try to do it as low key and they've never complained. Like, I know that feeling you have in January yeah. of, we didn't do it. We didn't watch it. And we should have yeah. watched that movie, but it passes, right? Like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And it'll come next year. Like, next you can always year. do it later. Yeah. <laughs> Weird thing about Christmas, it comes every year. Strange, right? <laughs> yeah. And like, we're all so busy. I find some of the stuff when we've tried to do it in the past, it's so hectic trying to get, there was a festival of lights we went to one year that everyone was going to because it was COVID. So you could stay in your car and drive ah. through all the lights and it was beautiful. It was a fun night, but it was so hectic that day. And to try to pull it off that night, it was just a very, very stressful experience. So when we got there, we're driving through and I was like, this is great, but I could have been at home. Like, I, I don't care about this experience to have made it worth all of this yeah. pressure to get here and do it. And I think it helps. It helps yeah. me anyway. My kids have never complained. I hope they don't have resentment. My mom did everything. Christmas, it's still, it's still her favorite um, holiday of the year. And she went all out every year. And I think I'm revolting against that because I thought I saw how like burnt out she was and how it didn't really matter. Every little detail. Like, yeah. Yeah. I love that. I say I focus on the things, you know, like obviously my family has the input that I said, but focusing on things that you like, because I don't know if like the first, I don't know, 10 years of the kid's life, I don't know if I actually thought about what do I actually love. Right. Because right. you just pressure to do everything, especially when they're little. Yeah. Right. And I am an elementary school teacher and I am over the top. So I let's put this out there that I am terrible at other things, like a lot of other things and don't do a lot of other things. It just happens to be the things that I do are very Pinteresty. So it looks like I am Amazing. super mom doing yeah, lots of things, but I yeah. just, it's, those are the, everything else, like making dinner every night. Ew. But I would you'd rather have your score or cheesecake <laughs> dinner every night. Like that's perfect. <laughs> right. And so I actually figuring out what I like to do and I always felt like I had to, you know, have a, a letter, uh, you know, Christmas pictures. Duh, 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 duh. And some years I really enjoy it. Uh, we do do photo shoots. I love it. My kids will still do it for me. We get these professional photo shoots that make us look like we're a way nicer family than we are. And then we use them, right? But um, a cup, like as the kids got older, I'm just like, I, why am I doing this? And then I don't like leaving anybody out. So I was doing like 7,500 cards. And then I also didn't just want to sign our names. So then we'd have the letter that we would do. And then I'd have to print all the pictures. And then I'm not very good at math. So generally I'd probably like, I still, I can't bear to throw them away. They're in the Christmas decor extras of those pictures because I probably bought like a hundred of one. So I have 
just so yeah. much and I get really overwhelmed and because none of our family lives here I thought that I owed it to them because of the kids yeah and so then I just decided I'm going to do it the years I want to and I hadn't for a bunch of years and then last year I really felt like it so this year I started to feel pressure and I'm like I I'm not doing that one thing we do do though because our families do um, live apart and I know it's just their highlight it is easier for us to make we like videos right so we each sit down in front of the tree or in front of some kind of decoration or something and we say like our top three things of the year um and then like like that we liked or that we're proud of or that we did and then we'll do something silly like say our favorite carol or something or one year okay. my husband had us do like our family Christmas quotes and mine was just like totally dumb and I didn't know he like practiced his and did it in the Grinch voice I was like I didn't know it was supposed to be this good rehearsed <laughs> yeah yeah he totally rehearsed it was so cute so and then I'll like post it online or email the link and then everybody you know feels like they know about a year That's or whatever awesome. but I'm not yeah. printing all these letters and so I, I've tried to see what I what my capacity is and then even if it's something I don't like to do I found a way to do it in a way that's in a way that's so not yeah yeah that's great I think that's exactly it finding what your capacity is doing the things you enjoy and when you're feeling that you don't enjoy it like recognizing it and yeah. not letting the guilt be overwhelming yeah. because it'll just pass we do something similar we do we don't do a video but we do a new year's eve tradition where there's always something online like a worksheet online about yeah. starting the new year with like your three favorite things from the past year and your like resolutions it doesn't always say it's a resolution but like goals for the new year yeah. and that kind of thing and just like my best memory like those kind of thing things and there was one year where I was like oh what's the point of even doing this stupid thing like no one else cares about it why should I bother printing you know it's just printing a form like yeah it's really not a big deal but that's how much I avoid doing extra and then my son came along my oldest at like I don't know after lunch or something on New Year's Eve and he was like are we gonna do those forms and I was like yes we're gonna do those forms like that will motivate me to do it if other people care about it yeah so oh it's, I love just that. recognizing what you want to do and yeah prioritizing and that yeah. And I think this is always going to lead back to one of our biggest tips. It's like, know your capacity. Right. Exactly. And sometimes that's not easy to know. For um, sure. But what I do do is again, like there's, it sounds like so much preparing, but it really doesn't take that long, but I try to write down signs to look for. Right. Because when I'm in it, I can tell you all the things I'm supposed to do because of therapy. I can tell you, duh, 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 duh. but then when I'm in it, you're just, you're full on in it and you can't. So I'll be like, whoa, you know, I'm all of a sudden I'm feeling very hot in this conversation or I'm feeling this or I try to write down my few warning signs because if you really dissect things and look back, you can find early warning signs. You really can. Yeah. And you can head them off. Like I've had those same feelings. Like I'm feeling really hot. Like go get a glass of water. Like let's just take this down a notch kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's smart. Exactly. And you know what? One of mine too is like, being honest when I'm not holly jolly. I cannot tell you how many tight friendships or bonding conversations I've had with people that are like, yeah, hey, I'm not feeling that Christmassy today either. Or we, you, you know what I mean? Just, oh yeah. It's so freeing. So many people. And in fact, last year, I think I don't do New Year's resolutions, but I do a word for the year. 
And I was, it was, I had a low grade depression for a while last year. And anyways, my word was, wasn't a word. It was a prefix. It was ish. So I was going to do everything ish. I didn't have to be the world's best mother. I could just be okay ish or whatever. So then my friend made me this mug. And if you're listening, it has like um, Christmas colors on it. And it says happy, happy holidays ish. Or I used to say happy ish holidays. And she put a little sad dog on there. Um, But it lightened things for me, right? Like I'm like, sure. I, I can do ish. It's originally from a book where this little boy is learning to paint and doesn't think he does well. And then ish yeah, I think we read that book. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so I just kind of have like claimed that idea of, uh, you know, if I can do it, I can do ish, right? Yeah. I yeah. can do happy ish. I can do, <laughs> you know, great yeah. ish. That's so- perfect. Because ish is plenty. Like if you think about, what you remember of your parents or what your kids will think of in the future. Like they will never think ish wasn't enough, you know? Exactly. But how lovely that your friend like validated everything about that and commemorated it with this mug. Like that's amazing. I know. That would be a tip. Hang out with people that get you and accept you as you are. Sprinkle that in with some of your obligations because I know we need to set boundaries and there are people that have, you know, you have to not see but generally it's more like for me it's like an irritation or you know like I can't just cut everybody off so I sprinkle I try to sprinkle in things with people that I know will remind me of who I really am and you know love the ishness of me and and then so when I have to hang out with people that I feel misunderstand me then it it, it balances yeah 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 yeah, that's that's awesome. I used to always um too when I was hypomanic, funny story. <laughs> I would <Aren't> hand uh, <laughs> I would hand I love crafting or making or being creative. So I would make everything. This is before kids and then even and then I made myself do it within kids. I didn't think it had to be like handmade. So I would be up, I'd be swearing like a trucker trying to make these stupid candles or they're this or that. And then <laughs> it, it really set me up for failure because I felt like I had to do it like every year. Yeah. So to replace that, um, you know, I do gifts. I try to make things easy, but one of the things I've been doing lately to replace that pressure of it being special, just because now having older kids, it's a lot of gift cards. Yeah. It's not fun. Right. Yeah. So I try to gift experiences. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I'm trying experiences to you, do your girls like, so, yeah. So for my girls, like I could buy the gift card and then make an experience of it. Like first we're going to go here and there and whatever for my girlfriends this year, I did. It also has a, like kind of a gift with it, but I bought these like macrame kits and I made this invitation and it was an invitation to crochet or craft with Shaylee. And then I told them, you know, light things to be served or whatever, but I love that kind of stuff. I told them, we're just going to hang out in our pajamas and try to learn how to macrame. Do I know how to macrame? No, I do not know. (laughs) So we're going to learn together or for someone this year, I know they don't, um, you know, they don't really go to the movies much or anything. So I'm going to buy them those, like the one that comes with like the full on popcorn and movie from Costco or whatever. 
Awesome. Yeah. And then my other friend and I were like, oh, let's not get a present. Let's go to high tea or stuff like that. That's great. Yeah. 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 So I'm trying to, I'm trying to do that because I put such pressure on myself that everything has to be so meaningful. And then, yeah. 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 I do that too. And then a lot of my gifts backfire or they used, I don't do it so much anymore, but I used to do stuff, especially for my husband. (laughs) I need to know the stories. Oh no, I don't know. Just, I would give something that was like meaningful. Like there was one year, there was one of our anniversaries where I gave him this like crystal glass that was from our wedding. And inside it had the Chinese teacup that was from our wedding. And it had like just a a few little symbolic things from each of our kids. And it was all like symbolic for the number of years we'd spent together, but it was all just like stuff I'd collected around the house and just put into this little glass and given to him. So he was like, like, what is this? Like, what, you know, like it didn't really, I was explaining it and he was like, okay. I was like, okay, I guess we're not doing meaningful gifts anymore. Yeah. Like, I should just be buying you like, I don't know, a new shirt or something. You're like, don't reject my very meaningful yeah. gesture. My very meaningful gesture. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, a lot of my gifts go over the heads of the people. There's something where I will remember a detail that someone said, like my dad, I once he was commenting last year on, we have one of those fatigue mats or anti-fatigue mats next to the sink. So when you're standing oh, yeah, up, yeah, yeah. so he was commenting on, oh, this is a really comfortable cushy. Like you're, you know, he had, was admiring it. So I got him one for his birthday thinking like, oh, he'll be really like pleased yeah. about it. He was like, oh, what is this? Like, he didn't even know what it was. He didn't remember the conversation. So I was thinking like, I got to stop trying to be meaningful and thoughtful yeah. and just buy gift cards. Yeah. Like I do buy gift cards for everything, but yeah, um, they've, yeah. Yeah, they saved the day. Well, I don't make mine fancy invitations like either. Okay, mine I know, I, I realize I made that sound super fancy. I basically <laughs> just wrote it. Okay. still very lovely very thoughtful <laughs> as I was saying it I'm like I'm telling people to simplify things and I just made this not simple at all. <laughs> but, but for me that's a me kind of simple gift right like I would like to do to do that yeah no okay. it sounds so fun I want to be invited to your macrame party you and totally can you might not end up with macrame anything nice macrame <laughs> we'll have fun we'll do we just want to sit in our jammies and have experiences together but perfect okay I just thought of a really embarrassing story and I can't even believe I'm going to tell this but I am so one year I was super hypomanic we went back to my parents for for Christmas so hypomanic that I don't like to bake like I just don't I ended up doing like at my school there was some kind of because I'm a teacher a fundraiser where you buy the cookie dough okay I bought, I think I bought like 10 dozen. It was ridiculous. I gifted everybody. It all, it, you just had to bake it. But I was up at like 4.30 making these oh cookie God. dough cookies at my parents that I brought all the way from Vancouver. So we drove the cookie dough like <laughs> 11 hours. So anyways, I was just to tell you how hyped up I was. So I thought I was going to be really funny with my husband. And you know, when you get hypomanic or manic, like it just seemed like it was so hilarious. And that oh, yeah. I think it was so hilarious. I don't everyone's looking at you. Yeah. I don't think that it could be embarrassing. Uh, I, I don't think you have no, you know, it's perfect. Right? Perfectly yeah. logical. So I hilarious. thought, oh my gosh, okay, I'm going to die. So I thought I'd do, it was sexy stocking. So <laughs> such a dork. Like I put in like, you know, like little, those things you can get in those shops, like dice, like, you know, yeah. Oh, yeah, kiss, 
cheek. Let's go with that. Um, and all those kinds of things. Oh, and I put in balloons that like, when you blew them up, they actually, they look kind of like boobs. It was <laughs> things I would never buy. Like I'm just, in, I'm dying inside just telling you, but I feel like- That is hilarious, but up. it's also hypersexual, right? Like that's- Exactly. Exactly. So. exactly. I think I put, I think I put like in the stocking, like lingerie for myself. I'm sure your husband would oh, love that though. He was okay, later, but it was at my parents' house. I'm the oldest. My brothers are there. My dad, my mom, and Rob is opening it. And he is not like me. Like I, I don't get embarrassed. I'm just like, whatever. And he was dying. Of course he was. And I was like sitting here deeply, like laughing, deeply offended that he didn't think that this was the, was the awesome best thing stuff. ever. So oh, that is fantastic. I think you should reprise it this year for Christmas with your girls there. See? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Rob. That is amazing, Shaylee. We, but then they got into it. We blew up the balloons and then we were like hitting them around. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's so fun. Like, and, but you know what? The, the, the worst thing was, is that like my family didn't even think it was weird. Like that's how <laughs> used to my shenanigans. Yeah. Like, maybe. Oh, anyways. Yeah. So my, even still, like my husband cringes if I bring it up. I, that I, is I don't think awesome. He, that I don't is think like he listens to the podcast. Don't tell anybody. Listen, don't listen to the podcast, Rob. <laughs> I, I think that's fantastic. But, but yeah, I could totally see doing that too. Right? Like and thinking it was like really amazing, like just brilliant. Yeah. And I so probably well. spent like 250 bucks. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Just for dumb. Yeah. But so did he enjoy the lingerie after? Yeah, maybe. He might be listening. So, <laughs> so he didn't cringe he'll too die. much then. <laughs> it was a good idea. Not, I, I, I just wasn't reading the room. Or yeah. The Santa situation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that aspect of it. I was like, well, that's not so bad. Right. <laughs> that would be mortifying. I would be. Yeah. yeah. If I was. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Funny. He's we're still married. Surprise. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think too. Um, one of these things that we're doing right now is like humor, like being able to laugh uh, about things I just sometimes it can get so tense and so wanting it to be perfect and shopping isn't fun and everybody's like out and tense and grumpy. everyone's driving and it's dark and everyone's yeah dark. yeah where I live it rains like all the yeah. time lots and so um I don't know trying to have you know do fun things or put in funny things in my day um just to keep me exactly to keep things light and now it's pretty easy you can do it for others too is like sending memes like yes appropriate christmas memes are the best yes they they're are so funny or so what i did to diversify my feed in instagram is i followed a couple of like cute funny animal accounts specifically okay. like, specifically pandas if you like them they're very ridiculous so yeah. i put those and then i followed some like just funny accounts because when you, you must know this, when you're a mental health advocate and you have a mental health uh, advocacy account, like you follow everything else, sometimes yeah. there's not a ton of humor in there. Yeah, it gets heavy. Yeah, so I put some some things in there. 
Yeah. yeah. So this is one thing I do every year. I didn't do it very well this year, but in November, because yeah. I know I'm going to have a rough month, I always do my small moments of joy yes. where I'm like very diligent of like planning, like this is going to be my joy moment today. And it can be something really small, like picking up garbage is like my standard go-to because I feel like I'm doing some good, but that can just be five minutes if that's all I have. Or it could be like painting my nails or something like spending yeah. time doing something with my kids. But um, the other thing about that is feeling like really planning to allow yourself time to enjoy something that you enjoy just for the sake of enjoying it. Like one thing I really like to do and I'm terrible, I'm not terrible, but I'm not great is just skating, just going leisure skating. Yeah. And it, there was a year in COVID where the, the rinks were open and I would go like pretty much every week because it was one thing to get away yeah. from COVID. So, and I would just be like doing my laps. Like it yeah. felt like a total waste of time because I'm not going fast enough that it's even exercise. So <laughs> it's just like, it's just pleasure. But yeah. I kept doing it and I kept thinking like, I'm really just enjoying it. Like, can I not just let myself enjoy something just for enjoyment's sake? But we're so busy. Like now that it's not COVID, I don't really make the time to do that kind of thing anymore, right? So finding, like really making time to amongst all the busyness of the season to just do things that give you joy and big or small, like time-wise, just find yeah. those things that carve them out to really prioritize them. Yeah, yeah. Laugh and and like, double just, check too, that it's actually something that's appropriate to enjoy in front of others. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I do love that. I love that. And don't you, correct me if I'm wrong, but don't you do like a calendar of things? You do a calendar. You're good. For November, yeah. right? Because November. For November. Hard. And this year I was so busy I didn't do I did like I think two things from it yeah tell us about it tell us what you do um oh I had it I think I recycled it already but um they're just the things so I just do the weekdays because the weekends are too busy with the kids I know I'm not going to get anything done every Friday we have a hockey game someone has a hockey game so my every Friday joyful thing is hockey so it's really just four things a week for four days. So like picking up garbage, I'll do a pedicure, but like, it's just me doing my nails. I'm not even going anywhere. So it doesn't take much time. Um, my daughter and I have a ladies night. We didn't do it this year, but like we will watch a girl's movie and we'll eat. We both love tuna melts. So we'll eat our tuna melts and the rest of the family doesn't like tuna melts. Stuff like that. Like just whatever is fun, but you really, you know, once you've planned for it, you're more likely to actually do it instead of just thinking, oh, I should do that one day. Like that'd be fun yeah. sometime. This year I watched the movie Major League. Do you remember that movie? Yes. Yes, I do. I think it was from like 89 or something. I remember like a bit of that movie I knew I liked it I forgot how much I really loved that movie like it was so funny it was very offensive there were a lot of didn't age well probably and it was an 80s movie like it's there's it's the Cleveland Indians team yeah. so it's like there's a lot of stuff that hasn't aged well in there but it was just so fun and I just that was one day where I had like two hours and I was like I can whatever I can work I can clean I can watch this movie I'm gonna sit down and watch this movie and I just had the afternoon to myself and took it you know like how often do we do that right yeah yeah I love that I love that that's a really good one for sure just to do those things and I love that you know that you that November is a hard month for you and planning ahead it, it 
I used to think it was so ridiculous and I would almost be like embarrassed or mad or bitter that as if I have to plan ahead to try and enjoy things or I have, have to, fun. <laughs> yeah, I have to remind myself of why leaving the house is a good thing or whatever. But once you embrace doing these things, they become habits, right? And the yeah. more, uh, you know, good habits that we can build in will carry us through. And I was like, well, why bother? I don't feel better when I do them. I, you know, like you don't, you expect, I want miraculous. Like I want euthymia. I want to feel no symptoms. And a lot of times these things, you know, they can give you little blips or or whatever. But sometimes when you're really depressed, it doesn't Doesn't, change things, but yet it changes habits. And I find that it's easier to come out of something, right? Because I'm still moving forward, right? The worst is when I would shut down completely, ghost everybody, not do anything, coming, and then when I feel better, coming out from that is almost worse than being in that, right? You've got to contact the people you've ghosted. You have to, you know, see if someone will still let you, you know, do the job you may have quit or or whatever. So on everything you dropped when you, like everything. Yeah, which leads me to a really important one that my whole body wants to say ick because I like to think I'm carefree and I don't need schedules blah 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 but (laughs) keeping to some sort of schedule because as soon as you give me any opportunity to stay up really really I will take it I will I don't know what it is I feel like I'm like it's I, it feels sneaky and naughty to stay oh, up it's late. So sneaky and naughty. Like I'm you're... stealing the night. Yeah, but do you still do it? Do you still? Yeah. You are right. I oh, do. I do. Oh, I know it's so tempting, but I just find. Well, now I'm I'm have a better time. I don't have as much insomnia. I had insomnia my whole life until really? I was dying. Yeah, so I could never fall asleep. I was always a night owl. Same. My husband would go to sleep. And like, he would wake up at the crack of dawn and, and he wouldn't understand why I wanted to sleep in like on weekends. So yeah, but now my insomnia, it's pretty good. Like I've not yeah. found wood. I still have bouts where I have to take my clonazepam every now and then, but it's pretty good for the most part. So I'm usually tired. It, it used to be, I was like wired at yeah. 10, 30 and I'd start yeah. to get into something, but now I'm tired. Yeah. But even if I'm not tired, I know I have to sleep. <laughs> like yeah. I, I've, yeah succumbed to that yeah no that's great yeah I I I should um I like to read I but it started out off as the kids like I always stayed up late but when the kids were little um and I didn't get diagnosed till they were three and five um they it was when everyone no one had any expectations of me right I could just be you know do whatever read a book do this but I always pay for it when I do if I do more than two nights a week Um, yeah, I always pay for it. So some kind of routine. And then just because everybody else is staying up, I don't, I don't have to, like, I've really worked on my fear of missing out. I really, I really have. And usually the later people stay up at Christmas parties or whatever, the sloppier and not, you know, nobody makes good choices at one and 2am. You really don't. I can't do that for Christmas parties at all. Like even, yeah, I can't handle it. I'm like I'm what we're always like okay we're out like we're like the first yeah. people to go yeah. and else. get back my thing would be get back on track because kind of what I do yeah. kind of like with the cheat days and the eating and all the weird tricks my brain tells me is that um oh well 
I already, I already stayed up late. I already blew it. So why not blow it more? Yeah. And then you just give her right. No, there's, you can always try to um, get back on track. And uh, you know, the top ones, we know this sleep meds, like water and some kind of moving my body, even if it's just moving from one room to the other, like not getting stuck. Those things I just really have to focus on. And they sound well, sleep doesn't sound easy, but like water is hard for me on a regular day. And when there's so many yummy Christmas drinks, why would I, you know, drink water? So I've tried to do things that really help me as I always have like a cute water bottle or I don't know about you, but I have a gajillion Christmas mug. So I've actually started yeah. drinking my water out of them. So this yeah. is mine. Those of you that can't see it's elf and it says cotton headed <laughs> mini mug. So very nice. I try to make drinking water fun. Yeah. So I've always drank water. Like we, I don't buy a lot of juice or other drinks, so I'm not. And even Christmas, I like, aside from having more alcohol in the house, we don't really have a lot of more non-alcoholic drinks. So I don't have a hard time, but I like drinking water, but I do find I have a real preference for different temperature water, depending on the time of day in the morning. I just like it like from the tap. Whereas later in the day, I like it iced. but also I'm on lithium so I'm always thirsty so I'm really used to drinking lots of water oh and then I'm in the bathroom all the time yes yes well yeah I don't have a fancy I have a mug of water here too but it's not in a fancy Christmas mug it's just my plain white mug (laughs) but it has the water is what's the temperature it's a nice coolish room temperature it's pretty good I like it nice Love it. I also found some teas that I like that are herbal teas um, to, to help with with that. I don't know why I struggle. If I could drink like diet pop and iced coffee and hot coffee, like just that, I would be so yeah. happy, but it's not a good choice. Don't do that. It's not ideal. <laughs> don't increase your caffeine over Christmas. Um, yeah, that's a problem for sure. Yeah, I'm trying yeah. to look. I did you for those that are my regular listeners, I say I never, ever write notes. I actually wrote a few notes. You'd be so proud Look of me. Look at that. It's a whole page. Well, I was like, I'm going to be so excited to see Sharice. I might forget to talk about this right thing. Yeah. I made notes too. Mine aren't okay. as much. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I Tell me about them all. The only thing on here still is um, the thing you were going to say about the Christmas changes with age. Oh, yes. Yes. So tell me. Okay, so I'm going to ask you a few questions. This will be question yeah. Sharice time. So do you, did you enjoy Christmas more, like you, not them, when they were younger or now that they're older? Oh, that's a good question. I, okay, I'm going to be, give a cop-out answer because I like all of it for different yeah. reasons. Like okay, tell me the when they were young, about. I loved the cuteness of it. They're excited. They're still excited Christmas morning. So like, maybe a different excitement but they're still excited like they'd come you know they'd be all sleepy in their pjs and then just the secrecy of like santa and like the letters like all the child stuff now it's really nice because they are they sleep in a bit like they don't they don't sleep that late but they sleep in until 10 or something so it's easy like i don't have to wake up when it's dark out and they're still excited. They're really helpful. Like they're really, for a while, my oldest one would do the secret stuff with me. And it was like our thing to help with the younger ones. So that was a really nice transition. And then the middle one would help for the younger one. And then 
Now she will occasionally want to do stuff as a secret for her brothers, like kind of forgetting that her brothers knew like many, many years ago. So I think there's just different aspects for, for both that are, and I think they have a lot more, um, like we don't really, we don't spend a lot of money and they don't spend a lot of money on us or on each other, but they do stuff that's really from the heart. Like they make really nice cards and they'll sometimes make a little homemade craft as a little gift for each other kind of thing. So I think they are more appreciative now of Mm. like Christmas's family time. So both both are great. I think they're both great. What do you think? Wow. Wow. That's nice. Yeah. I don't know. We're in this weird we're like yeah we're like love hate in our families just right now in the ages and um yeah. hormonal times but yes they they can be very sweet I um I would have to say I love the child part hands down I feel bad I love parts of now and we do cool things and the way we connect or whatever but I, like I'm an elementary school teacher I actually yeah. never wanted my kids to be past seven years old I yeah didn't. But I also do this thing and I, I've realized that I used to just think it was like a character flaw or whatever, where I like ruminate on the past or I romanticize it. Cause sometimes my husband reminds me like, it wasn't that, like there were these, yeah. it wasn't that great, but I love the magic. And when I was a kid, so I have three brothers and then we're very, there's like a five, two are close, five year gap, two are younger. So there was always kids and this and that going on and we didn't have a ton of money and so, and I always seem to have friends that had a lot of money and got a lot of things. And, but Christmas was a time my mom would go wild. Yeah. Right? Like we just, she, yeah, she would just go overboard and yeah, there was just so much magic. And I remember even one time we went to, my mom was a nurse and had to work um, Christmas day. Cause you get like triple time or something. Right. So we all went to church and we um, lit a candle. Cause it was Roman Catholic church, lit a candle and prayed that, um, Santa could come early because mom couldn't be there for Christmas. I don't know how they pulled it off, but when we got home, Santa had come. Yeah. Aww. So it was like so magical. So all that to say is I have that in me and my love language, like how I like to show love to people is gift giving. So okay. I, I do, I do miss that. I went to every like gingerbread house, the kids making, like I was that person, but I did it to my own detriment right? Like I would love it until I hated it. And then was all of a sudden like yelling at my husband about how like, I'm doing everything. I'm carrying Christmas. He's like, you added 25 things to our list. (laughs) So I definitely like, like that magic part of it, but it's kind of cool now. Like you said, I remember my one daughter getting in on it. She really wanted to, when she found out, she really wanted to stuff the other daughter who still believes stocking and she couldn't stay awake. And so then we woke her up and she was half asleep and she just chucked everything in. (laughs) (laughs) Last year, my other daughter that has a sense of humor, she did the elf, but she'd have the elf, like she took a disco decoration and put it up and like, it said this elf had too much to drink. And one was like, it was like really (laughs) funny. So they're really fun fun and funny, but I think there's still this tension of thing that I'm working through is that I like, I I try not to guilt them into doing too many things, right? I'll be like, oh, you used to always want to watch movies with me. It's like, they want to hang out in the room alone. If they come out to watch a movie, just be happy. And not like, do you know what I mean? Like I, I really am trying to not, um, do that I do that at their birthdays and I really have to consciously not be like talk about the past like oh don't grow up or oh like always talking about how 
the future is going to be worse in some way. I yeah. think I always gave off that kind of vibe. So cool. yeah, it's like you said, it's different, but there are things. One thing we did is COVID was so hard and so sad. I didn't want my kids to remember COVID Christmas as being horrible. So I thought, you know what? The only way we can do that is just to make it like either ridiculous or just something that will not erase, but kind of um, stick out in our minds more than how sad we were. We won't be able to see people. So we did backwards Christmas. So we all okay. chose something that was kind of wacky. So I hate cooking and we eat everything or feel gross. We're eating all our candies throughout the day. I don't want to do Christmas dinner. So we got A&W and we still do it. And then I do Christmas day. Like, I mean, boxing day, I do the dinner. Oh, that's clever. And then idea. one kid picked like McFlurries at midnight. And then ah, I can't remember the other ones, but we did some like, like backwards, backwards Christmas stuff. And I was like, we just found a found yeah, tradition. Your new like, tradition. Like, yeah. I think those are the best ones, the ones you find. Yeah. 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 I do. I do. I think that the, yeah, I think it's really important. And just like you call them, what did you call small acts of joy? Small, small moments of joy. Small moments of joy. Yeah. Lately, I've heard it going around the internet, um, them calling the opposite of triggers is glimmers or glimmers. Know, yeah. Oh, I love that word so much. It's so, yeah. It's um, but word. yeah, make, I feel like if we're not looking, we're not going to find them. Do you know yeah, I mean? for yeah. sure. Yeah. That's what I feel like when I'm on my phone and we're all just on our phones on the couch, but no one's together. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So then uh, my kids roll my eyes at me because I'm always asking them, what was your glimmer? And then they roll their eyes or whatever. And so then now they'll do it like, uh, even though I think that they aren't listening of my kid, they'll send me like this meme. They're like, glimmer. I was like, yes. <laughs> even if they only get one a month, we're finding glimmers. Yes. yes. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, let me just look. Oh, one thing I said to was get outside. Yes, I had moving, mild exercise, and nature. Yes, yes. Fresh air. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's really important, especially uh, you know, as the kids get older, when we're trying to do things, it just really shifts things, and it's really hard here because it's—I mean, it's hard everywhere, but on top of it, you get the darkness, which is everywhere. But mm -hmm. here, it rains a lot, so it's been hard to get out, and we've been forcing ourselves because we have our dog, and yeah. um, even when I'm out there and I'm mad that I'm out there. I do feel a little bit better. Yeah, a little. It's hard. It Some days hard. it's like, oh, this was worth it. And other days it's like, I'm so cold. I got to yes. get back inside. Yeah. But then it's like, I did it. A, you're in Ontario, right? Yeah, it's actually, it hasn't been that cold. I mean, it's cold, but it hasn't been, been that bad. cold yet. Been that cold yet. Yeah. And then, yeah. Oh, and then the big one is just like, yeah, I love for my top two that if I had to do an Instagram clip, I would say the top two is the taking the one day at a time for sure. And my biggest thing um, that I've been doing is that learning from the past, like not having unrealistic expectations. Mm -hmm. And then, then I can't be let down, right? Like I put too much expectation on things. And then, whereas if we're looking for the small things. Um, then yeah, I used to always say it as lower the bar, like just don't, don't have exactly that don't have such high expectations just yeah. the you expect and you'll never be disappointed ish which 
kind of sad. Some, like it sounds very negative, but it's also true. Like it, yeah. And with a really positive result most of the time. Yeah, yeah. Ish, right? We can all do things ishly. Yeah, I think so. I think so. <laughs> and you know what? That lowering the bar, especially when you're depressed, like you can trick your brain. Like if you put on your list, for example, when I get really desperate and I feel like worthless or whatever all those feelings that you get all right on the list the first one will be like write this list and then I'm like bam check done. It yeah done. it's great yeah. there are some of those things like there are days where I'm like oh I really don't want to clean the toilet but I'll write it on a list clean yeah. the toilet and it'll take me five minutes and then I can take it off and then I can feel better yeah 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 and I think too, a couple of mine would be make things easier on yourself too, right? Like um, if you don't, the, everywhere makes nice things, you can buy cookies, right? Like you don't have to make them or I do, which I do year round, but especially now like getting, um, I do online groceries and then I pick them up. But oh. even sometimes now I'll pay and it's only like the extra $5 and get it delivered. Just. Yeah, no, I've, I've been debating that because I just find well, everyone's so grouchy most of the time and it comes out a lot in the grocery store and the grocery store parking lot. And every time I go, I've been having some kind of like, ah, so like frustrating. Like, why does it have to be like this every time? I've been thinking about doing online groceries. That's a good oh my idea. Goodness. Yeah, and you're in Canada. So the great Canadian superstore one is awesome. You also get to park near the front and then they bring them out. I think it's $3. Wow, that's and they good. pick all the groceries and if you're not happy, you call back, they'll give you your money back. Like if you get, you know, people are worried about their produce, but like if, bananas, yeah. if you're not happy, you call back and they refund you, but it's, it's delightful. And if you're hypomanic or manic, you buy less because you're not distracted because you're not in the store and okay. They well, should that's clever. This is not, this podcast is not sponsored by super. Yeah. I was just going to say, this is like, if, you should contact They would them. like to, if they would like to sponsor me, I'm all in. But it is not. Other thing they do online, and many of them do this, is it remembers your favorites. So it has a store that's the things that you buy every time. So sometimes, even when I don't have time, I just click buy my favorites. So it'll and say like the butter, sour cream. Yeah. Yeah. That's clever. So yeah, tell me if you try it. Tell them my name. No, but my Shaley from This Is Bipolar sent me. You should sponsor her podcast. <laughs> I will, I will do that, Shaylee, if I try it, but I got to say, I don't think I'm going to try it because I'm very cheap. So oh. I, I, I go and I have the frustration of going to the parking lot, but I'm shopping at no frills. So yeah. I feel like I'm saving, I don't know, $15 on my bill. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It just throws Charisse, if you will, is time not money? Time is money. Yes. It's a, it's a constant debate. This is what's been going on partly in my head. <laughs> I know. Every time I go to the grocery store, I'm like, yes, next time I'm doing next it. Time. And then I'm like, oh, $3. I don't want to spend a $3. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's awesome. Well, friend, this has been, uh, yeah, a delight. I, yeah, this has been a fun. gift to me. It's been fun to laugh and just, um, remind yourself of those things because I mean I know these things but just writing them down and reviewing them with you just you know refreshed me and it, yes it it's just such a good reminder because already I could feel myself getting stuck in that uh this week like I don't have enough gifts or you know I'm not doing enough um I only made 
Christmas balls, no other, no other things. But have you heard there's a sugar shortage? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So perfect. <laughs> I remember one mom I knew told they were going to Tim Hortons with her daughter in the back seat, and her daughter was like, "Can I have a Timbit or a donut or whatever?" And her mom was like, "Oh, they only make donuts. They don't make donuts on Mondays. Today's Monday." And that's like, okay. That's one way to do it. That's so funny. Well, my kids only got water, ice water. They tell this story all the time. Ice water at Starbucks until we went with a friend. Like for years, we'd walk up, I'd get my Starbucks. They'd get their little ice. They were so pumped about their ice water. I'm right? sure. And we went with a friend and my friend got them the kids got the chocolate right? and they ruined everything. Darn it. They're like, that's... mom, you never told us. I was like, oh yeah, that's. Actually so sell other things. <laughs> That's so funny. cute so cute but yeah. really cute um let's leave it on this if there is someone right now that is struggling um and maybe not feeling holly jolly and maybe not even able to feel happy ish from this holiday what encouragement or what kind thing would you say to them sharice oh that's tough i'd want to say so many things um i would First of all, tell them to be patient with themselves and know that it will pass. I always believe in, I be, I'm a big believer of a bunch of mantras, but my favorite is this too shall pass. Mm -hmm. And I know some people will think that is dismissive, but I really believe it. I really think this too shall pass can help you if you're struggling or if you're manic and you're, or if you're just happy, it, hold on to this happy mood because it'll pass. But also I would say to try to do anything that gives you joy, anything as small as it can be, brushing your teeth might give you joy. So if you can do one thing daily that gives you joy, that would be, be great. And if you can't, then to reach out to someone. If you have someone to reach out to, then contact that person. If you don't, I mean, there are so many of us online who mm. would be able to support anybody who is looking for help, right? So. Whoever is listening or watching this podcast surely has resources available to find us online. Yes. You said we're in the comments, right? Yeah, find us. We will listen. Sometimes I take a little bit, but I always try to get back to everybody. And um, yeah, I know a lot of people too. Just my thing too would be if I was speaking to my prior sad self, I would say, you know, you, not everyone's having the best time not everything is merry and bright and you don't have to pretend that you are feeling merry and bright too and yeah I'm thinking about and I'm now that I'm saying it I'm going to do it of having I'm going to do a live where I'm just going to hang out and if you're lonely and you want to hang out and write things in the comments and we chat back and forth or just listen to me ramble maybe in front of my nice Christmas tree um yeah, I would love to do that because I know a lot of people have said they don't actually have events to go to. So you can join me online and I will figure that out and put it on Instagram and we we get to see snacks together, whatever. Um, awesome, Shaylee. Yeah, it'll be the Bipolar Besties Christmas party. party. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I would love to do that. Um, for those of you that are um, on Instagram, I now have subscriptions available. So if you, the podcast means anything to you, or if you appreciate my work or um, want to go deeper, become a subscriber. It's not that much. I think it's like $6.99 US and um, there's all kinds of extra content in there. So all of the conversations with that I've had since 
um, last year, I do an extra segment with everybody and I've been putting it in there and there's extra content and we have a channel where it's like a WhatsApp group that's just for us on, on social media. Um, so you have direct access and I answer the messages a lot sooner on there. <laughs> but um, I would just be forever grateful so that I can continue to do this work because it is definitely a glimmer in my life. So Sharice, I adore you. And oh, I am so grateful for everything you put out in the world. And I don't know how you do it all. Honestly, it's amazing. <laughs> like everything that you do and work and parent and everything. It's amazing. Well, it's because I do it all ishly. So it's perfect. <laughs> but yeah, awesome. Well, it was so good to see you. And I will be looking online and seeing what you're up to and um, go follow Sharice. And I hope that you have a merryish Christmas, whatever that looks like. Whatever it looks like. Same, Shaylee. Awesome. Merryish Christmas. <laughs> Bye, friend. Bye. Thank you. Thanks again for tuning in. You can find video versions of This Is Bipolar on our YouTube channel. We also have all our previous and soon-to-be future episodes of the podcast on Apple, Podbean, Spotify, and Google Play. We spend most of our time on Instagram at this.is.bipolar. There is a vibrant community there where we have conversations and post different ideas and different strategies and we'd just love for you to join us there. It is so helpful if you enjoy our work or think it would be helpful to someone if you could like and share and save and follow us in all or any of those spaces. If you're a listener for the podcast, if you could leave a review, we would be forever grateful. Again, thank you for being here with us. Let's get the word out. Let's share lived experiences so that we can change the ideas that people have about bipolar and help those of us that live with it feel less alone. This is bipolar.